Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating facts from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it. And and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Assistant's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA, 146 affiliates strong. Our producer today is Mr. Gordon Bird. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. You can follow me on Facebook at Kerry Hall. That's it, C-A-R-Y Hall. It's pretty simple if you wish to do that. Or you can go to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. We are broadcasting live today from WH. NZAM in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida, and it is beautiful out here. We want to thank Gordon and his crew for letting us in studio today and giving us the opportunity to broadcast here uh, at WHNZAM in Tampa, Florida. My guests in studio today, Mr. Robert Myers, president of ITDM and founder, and Amy Grace, attorney at law. Welcome back, both of you. Thanks for having us back, Gary. How many Good times do you back. think we've done this? <laughs> Does anybody have three a count? Not yeah. enough. No, it's, 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 it's a lot more than three or four, pal. I think we're somewhere around 80 or 90 shows, if I had to guess, over the last five years. Our topic today, the first thing we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about cobra. And, uh, you know, that cobra's not a snake. That's, it actually is a snake, but that's not what we're going to talk about. And cobra is not a consumer product. What we're going to talk about is what you as an employer or an employee or a human resource director or a broker agent need to know about COBRA and some of the risks you run with what you don't know, because unfortunately for you in the listening audience, ignorance is no is not going to be an excuse if the Department of Labor decides that you as the employer or the human resource director or the broker who advised uh, created a problem that you're now responsible for that you didn't know that you were. So let's start with, Bob, just talk a little bit about COBRA in terms of, you know, employers and their responsibility here and what they don't know, they don't know. Sure. Well, COBRA's been around since around 1986 and it applies to medical plans with 20 or more employees. We've been doing COBRA administration for about 17 years. In fact, it's our 17th anniversary this year. Over close so to 7 million e- notices. So here we go. This is your anniversary show then. There you go. This See? is our anniversary what show. What do you think of that, Special yeah. occasion. Okay. There you go. So 17 years, almost coming up on 7 million COBRA notifications. And uh, it is continuation of your group health plan through your former employer. If you experience a divorce, uh, death in the family, termination of employment is probably the most common one, or a reduction in hours. And uh, as you said, it's not a consumer product. And Amy, were, Amy and I were talking about that earlier this week when we were preparing our, sh- our show notes. Most people think that it is. You know, they get confused now. There's been kind of a blurring between business to business and and consumer products. And 
administrators really have to be careful about that. Well, and so let's talk a little bit about that because I get this all the time. You know, Will, you, you do clients from the size of the state of North Carolina, the state of Ohio, Kansas, some of your larger clients, to clients we bring you that might be 10, 20, 100, 200 lives, five lives, whatever the case may be. Here's the one that I always like that I love, Amy, when I get the owner of the business, usually it's the owner of the business or his wife or the wife or the husband uh, or the human resource director. We're just going to go ahead and handle Cobra right. ourselves. Right. <laughs> so you said Why Co- is that not a good idea? You said Cobra is not a snake, but Cobra can still bite. Yes, it can. And Cobra is, on the surface, seems simple in some ways. You send out notices on predetermined time frames. That's all you have to do. It's not simple. <laughs> It's not. Bob and I run across situations, it seems almost weekly, that even we have to research and say, oh, I didn't think about that. Uh, Cobra's not simple. And like Bob mentioned, it's not a consumer product. There are deadlines. There are requirements. Cobra sets the minimum requirements. But something we were talking about this morning, Carrie, is you have people handling Cobra for out of the HR department maybe payroll, and they make one decision that seems minor in the grand scheme of things, and it's, it's more or less sets, up a, sets off a domino effect and can create major liability for the employer. So let's talk, let, let's, let's use that example. Use an example of, uh, and I'm, I, in the next segment, I'm going to ask Bob to tell some of what I call his crazy Cobra stories, but let, let's use an example of uh, an administrator that thinks they're doing the right thing. Somebody missed Cobra, but you know, they were my friend and they worked down the hall <laughs> and they only missed it by three days. So we're going to go ahead and we're just going to reinstate this and we're going to, we're going to make the paperwork look like they did it on time. Absolutely. So for oh, by the way, my in, husband fell off a ladder cleaning the gutters on Saturday, <laughs> broke his arm, okay, and his leg, and he's he was in the ER. Okay, now let's go to the story. Sure, sure. <clears throat> so what seems like a minor thing, maybe somebody, maybe they're on day 63 and they didn't make their COBRA election within the first 60 days like they're supposed to, and they call their friend in HR, oh my gosh, we've had this accident, my husband fell, we've got these claims, how do I elect COBRA? And they say, oh, okay, you're only three days late. Go ahead, send in the forms, and we'll take care of it. Well, if that's an insured plan, the insurance company is not going to be very happy about that. No, they're going to kick it out. Absolutely. Exactly what they're going to do. Because the policy says you have to, that they only pay claims for people who are legitimately covered individuals yep. under that policy. And they have COBRA language in the policy, in the summary plan descriptions. You have to follow those rules and if you don't follow those rules the employer could be on the hook for those claims and um and claims down the road because you've already offered cobra you can't pull it away or it's hard to do that yeah so so bob they, they do that the, the the sally goes down the hall to her friend and her friend says oh we're just going to go ahead and backdate this we'll make it three days well it wasn't that big a deal and then three months later the claim shows up and goes through the process the carrier kicks it out the company CEO or CFO walks in and goes, uh, we've got a $47,000 claim here. Why aren't they paying this? Oh, oh, we have a problem. Well, when you and I have talked about it in the past, it's all about what did you do? When did you do it? And can you prove it? And so in the consumer product area, you know, what, what happens? The customer is always right. Well, in COBRA administration and plan administration of healthcare benefits, because they're mandated by ERISA, the customer consumer isn't always necessarily right. And no, the Department of Labor is always right. The, rules. the Department of Labor is always right. Correct. And when you bend the rules, you make a new rule. And that's the temptation that most employers fall prey to, is they actually 
change the rules inadvertently because of, in your example, well, I like Sally, or worst case, I don't like Sally, and that's usually the ones that we hear about then when they screwed something up, and that's usually then when you call us and say, hey, I got a new group for you. Uh, yeah, well, but, but, here, but here's, here's the thing, okay? So I did like Sally, and it's a $47,000 claim. At the end of the day, who's going to get to pay that? That's a great question, and, and it can be, all, as you know, and Amy can talk to the legalities, but it can go all the way down to the individual at the individual level because of the fiduciary responsibilities under the plan. We have an obligation, and every employer needs to hear this. If you hear nothing else in this show, you have an obligation to maintain that plan with the strictest standards and the highest degree of integrity and honesty that you possibly can for the good of the plan and the participants in that plan. Well, and even further, ERISA says under the fiduciary rules that you have to operate the plan in accordance with the plan's terms. So if you're making exceptions, you're not you doing risk that. you're not <laughs> operating the plan now maybe you're acting in the best interest of those participants um the one one participant one participant not the plan as a whole uh but you're not administering the plan the way you're supposed to and the way a prudent employer administrator would and there is personal liability for fiduciaries in some circumstances now that's not to say you should never make an exception there are limited times when um incapacitation certain situations arise but you better believe you go to the insurer or the stop-loss carrier first and you discuss the situation and you say, I think this warrants an exception, and you document that. You get the um, approval first. You right. don't or, ask for or, forgiveness or, or later. Or you pick up the phone and call the folks at ITDM and go, we think we've got a problem. What do you think we should do here? Which we have done, okay, Correct. in the past, and we've always gotten great response. And if there's a problem, you guys have stepped in. This is what you need to do, or here's right. how it needs to get handled. And, and we're not, <clears> I always tell clients. We're not the Cobra boogeyman. We're not the Cobra police. We're here to help everybody do it correctly. And so when you call us with those groups, if they haven't sent a Cobra notice, we've seen everything. You know that we've seen, haven't sent a notice in five years or whatever the case may be. We're here to help clean it up and make sure that it's right moving forward. Yeah. The idea is that everybody, Amy, is treated fairly and equally. The employer, the employee, okay. And the health insurance company that is paying the bills, that everybody right. is doing what they're supposed to do in the way they're supposed to do it. So it's important for folks to understand that. When we come back from the break, I am going to ask Bob to tell some crazy Cobra stories. You'll really enjoy these. I want to make this a little entertaining today. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate here on the HIA Radio Network. If you want to find out more about the folks at ITDM, the product, Cobra Guard is the product, you can go to their website, itdm.com, itdm.com. It's really simple. You can actually go up there, put your information in. They'll get right back to you with a quote. If you have a problem or an issue, they've got great service people that will call you, walk you through how to do it. Um, it's a simple process. can save you a ton of money and a lot of heartache. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have questions, send me an email. I'll be happy to answer them. I get a couple of hundred today, so as I tell you every week, I don't answer each one of them the same day. 
but I do answer each and every one of them. So we're happy to communicate with you who have an issue regarding health insurance or anything else. Feel free to go to the website and send me an email, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer today, Mr. Gordon Bird. I'm your host, Gary Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue this conversation with Bob Myers, ITDM CEO and founder and Amy Grace, attorney, attorney at law. We're talking about COBRA. Why is this important? <laughs> For a whole bunch of reasons, which you heard a lot of in that first segment, um, you know this is you know this is one of those things you really should not be doing yourself. I'm going to tell you something. We do about 110, 111 companies that we do health insurance for. Do you know how many of those we manage COBRA for? Not one. We don't do it. Now there are brokers out there and agencies out there that do this or claim they do it, and you know, that's their prerogative, but I will tell you that you couldn't get us to touch it with a 10 foot pole simply because of the issues. If it's not done right and you cannot prove that you did what you are supposed to do, you may be on the hook and you may be liable. So if you're the broker or the agent, that means your E and O insurance. If you're the owner or the human resource director, that means your company. So it's an issue. The website is itdm.com, itdm.com. If you want information, go up there. It doesn't cost anything to look. Could cost you a lot if you don't look. All right, so I promised the audience we'd come back with crazy cobra stories. So I, you're up first, Amy, and I want to hear the crazy cobra story about the car dealership. You bet. Crazy <coughs> stories are fun, right? Yeah. Unless you're the, the yeah, unless subject you're the of the recipient of the crazy story. Thank you. Uh, okay, so one one of my recent crazy cobra stories, I dealt with. I was actually called in as an expert on this case on cobra. We had, there was a car dealership handling their own Cobra, and they actually had one lady in payroll that was responsible for the Cobra case. administration. Yeah. And she, there was, there was a former employee who, she sent her an election notice by email, said she had 15 days in the cover letter to elect Cobra. You actually have 60. I was going to say, that was the first mistake. Right. First mistake. <clears throat> uh, the former employee actually elected within 15 days. And made a payment. So off they go. The monthly payments were being sent to this woman in payroll. And then second mistake. Second mistake. <laughs> and as as you know, you get a list bill from the carrier. The employer makes one payment basically for all their employees. So they left this former employee on the, the list bill. She was making the payments to the employer. Well, a lot of those checks were just going into a drawer. Some of them weren't even cashed. Some of them were cashed four, five, six months later. Turns out she wasn't making the payments timely by any means. She was just writing a check whenever she remembered to pay the COBRA premium, and they were being stuck in the drawer. So accepted, right? New carrier comes along and says, okay, we're looking at all your COBRA people. What's going on with, with this lady? So they figure out, all of her payments were late and they try to cancel her. Well, she yep. goes out and gets an attorney because she's got big claims. I, I think in this case she had a, a child with big claims. So it was a preemie baby or just a uh, no, it was a child older that kid. had major medical issues. Right. And so uh, the ultimate uh, ending to this case was they had to keep her on. Uh, I don't know. They worked out some deal with the insurance company or something, but they had to keep her on because they had set a precedent. Right of accepting those payments late. Like we talked about in the first segment, one little decision can lead to a domino, um, effect. a domino effect and setting a precedent for going above and beyond what COBRA requires. And that was the case here. 
Yeah, so Bob, mistake number one, it wasn't 15 days, it's 60 days. Mm -hmm. Mistake number two, you do not accept the payment if you're the employer. Mistake number three, not handling it with the carrier. So I want to contrast that with Cobra Guard's handling this case. What would have happened to go go through? Correct. The notice would have gone out. The notice goes out as timely as possible. It goes out first class, United States mail first right. class with proof of mailing which Thank is what you. the regulations require so we have pr- we prove every piece of mail that All goes right. out of our office uh the second piece that you mentioned employers if you're receiving employee premiums for your medical plan into your operating account that's a no-no we have yep. a premium trust account which is only healthcare premiums of our cobra participants and that's a lockbox that at b of a and that's a lockbox managed by treasury services at bank of america <clears throat> So that's correct. So you do not want to receive those in no. your office either for that very reason. Right. And the other part that I guess in Amy's story that I noticed that our system would have caught, when we remit those funds, we actually check to make sure that the check's clear. So we reconcile oh, that, our no, checks that go out. That's something I didn't out. know. Okay. And so if we have, in that example, the payroll lady who had a bad day or a bad week right. or decided or that she was- a bad month. Yeah, she's going to Hawaii right. or wh- whatever the case may be. <laughs> for six we contact the group and say, hey, you've got this check for $25,000. And believe it or not, it happens under the, oh, not- I- under the nacho money effect that I like to talk about. Since it's nacho money, it happens a lot. <clears throat> and so we have to reach out to those groups and say, hey, that $25,000 check we sent you 10 days ago still hasn't cashed. Why haven't you cashed it? And they all usually say, oh, well, shoot, I put that in my drawer. I forgot about it, what have you. And we also, of course, let them know, take them off the bill. Yeah, we'll get mm-hmm. to that in the, in the next segment. But the, but that that in and of itself, that little litany that you just went through, would have protected the dealership, would have protected the, the, sure. the employee. The employee did the right thing. She sent the check. She thought she had Cobra. Right. And that, that was the right way to do it. But back to you know something else Amy said, the carrier looked at Cobra. The audience needs to understand this. This is becoming a big sticking point with carriers. It's huge. Especially if you're moving to a level premium plan, an ASO plan, or you're going to a partially self-funded captive or fully self-funded. They're going to come back and they're going to ask you, because they're pre-screening, what how many people, as Amy said, are on COBRA? And you have to give that information to them, and that's part of the determination as to whether or not they're going to accept you if they, if they have the ability to say yes or no. And that also has a lot to do with what the premium's going to be, especially if it's a level premium, partially self-funded to cap to plan, because they want to know what do we got sitting out there that we don't know about if somebody decides they're going to stay on COBRA for, is it 18 months? Is that 18 the, months termination up to 36 months. Thank you. Okay. And that's why they want to know that stuff. And that it, it's interesting to hear you say that they worked out in accommodation because a lot of the carriers that we deal with mm-hmm. would have said, you're going to have to go somewhere else. Right. We're not taking right. this case. Well, you okay. and I both know that depends on the size of the group and whether they're making <laughs> any money. So in your example, if that's a small group, that's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah. Now, a car dealership probably that's had a thousand. hundred employees or a couple of hundred employees, yeah. and they, they probably looked yeah. at the at the at the at the claim and said, "We can figure this mm-hmm. out." Okay. Sure. And the broker probably did a lot of a lot of negotiating and 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 twisting their arm of the carrier, but they could have been left hung out to dry on this whole thing, right. Amy, and they could have wound up having to pay that bill. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I think on this one, it wasn't it wasn't extremely large claims like a preemie baby situation, right. like you mentioned. I mean, that that probably would have ended completely different. But um, yeah, accepting late payments that's another thing that ITDM does. You're going to know the second a payment is late and and handle it from there right. instead of looking backward. Yeah. 
We're going to be right back after the break. We're going to continue this conversation. Then it's Bob's turn to tell his crazy Cobra story of the day. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. The website, if you want to know how to protect yourself, is itedium.com. Itedium.com. Go up there. You'll learn a lot. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You got a question, send it to me. I'll be happy to answer your questions regarding anything on health insurance or health-related issues that we can help you with. We're happy to do that. My producer, Mr. Gordon Bird. And in studio with me, Bob Myers from ITDM, CEO and founder, Amy Grace, attorney at law. We are talking about the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the things associated with COBRA. A lot of things you probably didn't know. I'm sure there are a lot of things you don't know. If you are a broker or an agent out there, I strongly suggest that when a client comes to you, you bring on a new client, and they ask you, what do we do about COBRA? You tell them, you go to ITDM.com and get them signed up. You know, they'll actually, we actually had them walk several of our groups through the process. They've got a lady, several ladies over there who are really good at this. They set them up. They walked them through. We signed up a large number of nursing homes up in northern Missouri. The folks up at Jukit uh, Company who own those nursing homes, they took them all the way through the process. They did a great job, got it all done. So they can, you don't, you don't have to do this on your own. There are people there that will help you. The website is itedium.com, itedium.com. Brokers and agents, it's probably one of the smartest things you will ever do because the cobra will not come back to bite you. And this snake can bite if you do it wrong. All right, crazy cobra story. Your turn, Mr. Myers. Crazy cobra stories. Well, this, this involves polygamy. This is really good, people. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, know. I, I got several. All right, we'll this. start with that one. I want the polygamy story. It's more exciting we'll, than mine. It is. We'll start with that one. So I get a call because as Mr. Hall <laughs> said i'm the ceo of the company and so i, and I don't get founder. i don't get frontline calls very no. often anymore but I, I get a call usually and they go something like this and this one is an actual true story but the names will be changed to protect the innocent thank you as it used to say on dragnet for <laughs> those of you too have a large hospital client not in kansas city a large hospital client the lady called me and says uh, mr myers we have a problem i said what's the problem she said well dr so-and-so dr smith let's just say uh got a divorce and in his divorce decree he was supposed to cover the wife you know keep, keep her covered yeah. under health care common so common practice he did keep her covered under health care however he didn't tell the hospital that he got a divorce so he kept her on the plan as an active employee which worked out fabulously because the hospital because he's a doctor paid for his coverage and the wife's coverage so about the 15 months yeah the ex-wife excuse me hmm. the ex-wife amy's correct so about 15 months later dr smith decides to get married again well, he got remarried and puts the new wife on the health plan. And guess what? He's he, got two wives. He forgot that the first wife, the ex-wife, is still on the plan. Polygamy. <laughs> so she Cobra. called and she said, what do we do? And so we got our attorneys involved. We got everybody involved. And basically, he got terminated. He lost his employment and he had to pay back the money for his ex-wife. He's, and all he had to pay back was the premiums? Yeah, I don't know. Whether, I didn't. Find, that's a good question. I never followed up to see if he had, if. 
there were any claims involved. I mean, but he lost his job over but it. But he lost his job over it in the hospital. Fraud. Yeah, it, it was fraud. fraud. He was stealing. So yeah. what he thought he was doing was he was, and believe me, people. You thought okay, he was being clever. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Too smart by half. All right. And sometimes it's not so smart. And let me tell you something. People will game the system. We see it. <laughs> and look, in most cases, when people do this, it's because they forgot to do it or they just didn't want to make the Cobra payment and they knew they were going to get insurance, the new carrier. And then the husband falls off the ladder cleaning the gutter. Right. And Monday morning, they call up and, 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 you know, they either do their Cobra paperwork or they go to the ER, they get the bill, then they come back and go, no, well, we didn't get a Cobra notice. Well, it's incumbent upon the employer at that point because right. the way it works in the system, Bob, is you're guilty until proven innocent. Am correct. I correct? You have to be able to prove exactly what you did and when you did it. And so that goes back to mailing it out, having proof that it got there. So they not not an email. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, and you're right. These people aren't always bad no, actors. No, uh, it's they're scared. It's confusing. It's, this guy it's was a bad actor. But... For even people who are in the industry. But, you know, imagine you're you're getting divorced and you don't know anything about health insurance and your divorce decree. I've read several of these. Your divorce decree says you have to maintain the same coverage for your wife that you or have your children. Right now. We get or them all the children. time. Court orders. And so and, and so in, in somebody's mind that doesn't understand health insurance, they're thinking, well, I've just got to keep everything the A same. Doctor? Yeah, well, Seriously? Th- well th- that's a little different him. deal. I'm but not the saying point, him. But I'm no. saying this is why it could happen right. on a broader Correct. scale. Correct. Or the person has an accident, didn't make their cobra, sure. then they claim that, well, I never got the paperwork. Right. And the employer's like going, you know, the lady that threw the check at the desk and probably doesn't have the paperwork, right. she sent an email. Now she's got to see if the email got there, prove they got it. Well, they said, I never get this email. It went to my spam. I never saw it. It's a, it's a different deal when you're letting, the, how many cobra notices have you guys done? Coming up on seven million. Thank you very much. How many times? How many times have you lost a challenge from the Department of Labor? Well, we've never lost. Thank we've you very much. You just knocked once. on wood, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, <laughs> I always, this is a wooden counter, so yeah. you're good. Yeah, yeah. Now, seven other, million, and they've never lost. That's yeah. pretty good track record, pal. If I had to say well, so myself, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. So we're proud of the fact that we do our job, and we think we do it very well. Yeah, you do do it very well. All right, one more story. So the other one I've got riders he gets on the plane. Right. So Carrie needs to play that. Yeah, we'll play Riders on the Storm music. Thank you. For those of you who remember the doors. Yeah. Uh, I get a call from a broker one day, and he is hot, hopping mad, which you know a lot of those guys. And uh, nobody's ever said every name in the book and says, (laughs) laughing. We owe his client, a large group, about 1,000 employees. We owe this client, he says, $24,000. I said, Excuse me, what what do we owe that client? You, Cobra Guard, owe it. Yeah. Uh huh. And he said, well, you left this individual on the health plan for the last three years. So we went back and looked at the record. She, in fact, did enroll, COBRAed, or terminated her employment, went on COBRA for one month, paid one month. We sent the payment. Then we sent the termination notice to the carrier and to them. Well, they left her on the plan. The carrier left her on the plan. The carrier left her on the plan, and so did the employer. Right. So she's gone. They go through open enrollment on the same plan they left her on. She didn't fill out any enrollment paperwork. This is another advertisement against... Uh, passive enrollments are a really bad idea. Really if bad idea. If you're listening idea. to your HR people on that, don't. We never do that. That's we a, make a, them sign. It's yes. a dumb thing to do. It so, is really dumb. So they left her on the first year. That was the same carrier. Next year, they changed carriers, and they put her on again. This is really good. She didn't fill out any paperwork. She didn't <laughs> fill out a, a, any kind of form. And, I, and so I walked through this with the broker. I said, now, whose fault is this? Thank you very much. 
And I had to point it out to him. Well, needless to say, we didn't pay the $24,000. We didn't lose the client. And uh, they might have still changed have brokers them to this day. They, they may have changed brokers, and they probably they probably should have because he was. That's a broker's responsibility, okay, to make sure that that happens. We that you they either sign off, especially if you're moving plans. Thank you, and reconcile Every, your bills. Yeah. And, and I guess we were talking about it earlier. If you're an employer, and this is another uh, little Bobism you can take away from this show. Go to your HR department and say, you know what? Do you ever have this problem with people that are on the bill and you catch them a couple months later? And if they say no. You've got a dishonest person telling you that because, because it, happens. it happens all the time. Yeah, and and and, and anybody and, who tells you otherwise is he doesn't know what they're talking about. Or they're just being untrue. And, and let's let let's let's be fair here. The, this is not a carrier problem, people. No. It's a problem in your department. Okay, it's a problem with the way you're reporting or not reporting, and the carrier is going to keep them on there and, until they're properly terminated off the plan. And Amy said it. It's not necessarily a bad actor. It's just if you got a thousand people coming and going. Thank you. All over the place. Two people drop off, and you don't notice, you know, that they abandon their job. And the next month, you see, oh shoot, I should have taken them off. But you got to be looking for that when you reconcile your bill. Okay, so we have an employer who, before we wrote the case, we 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 did a long consultation. It took about a month, month and a half to get through the whole thing. And I was sitting at the meeting with the board of directors, and I said, just some idea. I'd like to know what your turnover rate is because you're in an industry where there's a high turnover rate, a hundred and sixty-nine percent. Wow. <laughs> You're, you're doing the Cobra. When I came back, I said, when they wanted to know who was going to, how are you going to handle Cobra? Because it was being handled internally. I said, no, no. no. At 169%, we're not getting near it. We wouldn't have done it if it was 10%. But the point I'm making is that was 169% opportunity to screw up and get stuck with a major claim. Or have people riders on the plan, okay? Because you're not you're not paying attention, and you're continuing to pay the premium, and at the same time, simultaneously, if claims come in and that carrier goes back and looks at that, and does an audit, uh oh, right. who's responsible? Right. Yeah. Well, in that group, that thousand life group, just to put it in perspective, they were paying us a thousand dollars a month. So tw- for a twenty-four thousand dollar bill, we could have done their Cobra for two years for free. <laughs> <laughs> Does that tell you anything about putting this in perspective? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you're, like you said, You're stepping it's over silly. dollars to pick up dimes. Right. It's, it's just silly to, to try to do this yourself. It is. And you, if you don't have a system to do it, you know, if you haven't purchased a software system similar to ours or, or use ours, you're really crazy to try to yeah, do it. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, it comes back to you do what you do really well. Um, and, you know, 7 million COBRA notices and never lost a case with the Department of Labor because how quickly, and we, we only got a minute, but you got to do this quickly, how quickly do you get the information back of Department of Labor challenges? We can usually answer any Department of Insurance or Department of Labor inquiries within 30 minutes. Try that on for size, folks, and see how that works. You probably can't do that. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. The website is... If you want to learn about ITDM, ITDM.com, the folks that handle all of your COBRA needs, ITDM.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with more. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. 
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIA Radio Network, you can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, Mr. Gordon Bird. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue this last segment of the show with Bob Myers, ITDM CEO and founder, and Amy Grace, attorney at law. You know, you've heard us talk a lot about the issues with um, COBRA and the things that you can find yourself having problems with. Look, you're trying to run your business. Run your business. Spend your time doing what you need to do. Work, you know, work on the business, not in the business. Give give this off to somebody that knows what they're doing. Seven million COBRA notices never lost with the Department of Labor. That ought to tell you something. The website is itdium.com, itdium.com. Brokers and agents, I will tell you, you don't want this monkey on your back. You don't want that employer calling you. Did you, did you, do you have that COBRA information? Because so-and-so says that they filed it and we don't, we don't show that they're on the plan. That's not something you want to be in a position for, just like the story that Bob told. itdium.com, um, it's a simple process. They're, they've got great customer service people. They are more than happy to spend as much time as they need on the phone. By the way, you've got a little course that people in a, bro- in a broker's office can take. In fact, we had Kathy do it, and she got certified. T- talk about that for a minute. We do, and Amy helped me put that course together. I did not fact, know we're, that. We're no wonder it's such a good course because she wrote it. Okay. Well, she assisted. <laughs> wow. Okay. So right anyway, face, talk about that because – Kathy's got that little it's certificate. Great. It's called Cobra School. There you go. There's eight modules. Each one's about an hour, and then there's a test at the end. Yeah. And then that certifies them if they get, I think it's a 75 or more. And, and, and you get a certificate and all that. Understand what I said. We don't do this, but but Kathy Meyer, who handles, is our group administrator, and she's also a licensed broker agent. She took this, and she was thrilled with it and couldn't stop talking about how much she learned. So if you are a broker or an agent and you want to do this, you can do this. You, you register with the folks at, at ITDM. They'll help you get on. If you're an employer and you want the people, you want your human resource director to really understand, that doesn't mean they're going to go do it, but it does mean they're going to learn in a enormous amount about what they can say, can't say, should do, and shouldn't do. It's itedium.com. Great, great opportunity, great way to help. And the course is recognized by the Society of Human Resource Managers. I did not know that. We get credits for the HR people that are listening. Wow. Okay, well, that's even better. Yeah. All right, so what's the name of the course again? Cobra School. There you go, Cobra School at itedium.com. All right, so uh, baby boomers, those of us that are chronologically challenged, since I'm the only one in the room having that issue, um, there's a choice to be made. You're going to retire. Are you going to take COBRA for 18 months, 36 months, whatever it is, or are you going to go on Medicare? What's the, what happens? So we talked, we started the show off with saying that COBRA is complicated and COBRA and Medicare is the uh, most complicated, I think, Double most complicated. complicated situation that you come across with COBRA administration because one day can make a difference. One day can mean you're eligible for COBRA or you're not eligible for COBRA. And I'll, I'll set down the basic rules and, and why I mean one day is, is so important. So if you have, if, if you retire um, late, so first you become entitled to Medicare and then you retire. At age 67. Right. Okay. So you have a termination of employment after you've been on Medicare. Right. Then your Medicare um, entitlement is not looked at. You're still offered COBRA, 18 months, just like any other termination of employment. If you have a retirement before you're entitled to Medicare, 
even by one day. You retire, um, and then you are enrolled in Medicare the next day. Your COBRA can be cut off early, so you could have one day of COBRA eligibility. Now, let me stop right there. Why is that important? Let me let me give you some clues as to that. One of the first things we tell people when they come in and tell us, you know what, I'm going to be leaving my job, I'm retiring, I'm 67, I'm 66, whatever the case may be, uh, and, I'm, and I don't want to pay COBRA, I want to go right to Medicare. Hold the phone. <clears throat> let me see what your prescription drug list is. Okay, that's the first thing we ask them. You know why? Because on your group health insurance plan, there's no cap typically on prescription drug coverage. It's covered. It may be covered at different copays, different participation levels for certain drugs, but it's covered. Contrast that with Medicare Part D as in dog, okay? There is a cap, 6,100, 63, whatever it is this year. I never get the numbers right, but there's a cap. After that, you roll into the donut hole. You're a type 1 diabetic. What do you think that insulin cost is going to be? So this is critical, Amy, for people to understand this before they make this decision. Right. Because if you retire before you're entitled to Medicare, COBRA's not even an option. Or it might be an option, but for a very limited time. Because as soon as you become entitled to Medicare, your COBRA can be terminated. But if you retire after you're entitled to Medicare, even you retire the next day, then you are eligible for 18 months of COBRA. And we have, you know, this is an issue. The other thing is if you've got a big surgery coming up or another issue, maybe, you know, and you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, gee, it's a zero premium or a $25 premium. I'm not going to have to pay that COBRA premium because it's a it's $700 a month. You better look and see what the providers are, what the hospitals are, what they're going to pay, what the network is, et cetera, et cetera. There are all kinds of things that go into this. So it's it, now we're, I'm talking to the employees out there. It's important for you to understand before you make this decision. If your employer, and there are employers and there are brokers that do this, and we absolutely do not do it, that encourage people while they're employed to move over to Medicare, you better understand what you're doing before you make that move. Because once you do it, you're done. Well, and you're potentially violating Medicare secondary payer rules and all kinds of other yeah. rules. Right. Right. But 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 there are there are there are companies out there that specialize in encouraging employers to move people off their plan because obviously an aging population drives more claims than a young population so that that's how it works. But you also have to be careful to make sure that you don't forget the wife, kids, spouse okay. right. because that, those have, are cobra eligible and they are cobra and they have people cobra forget rights. about them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess we could have kept going for another hour here, but we're just about out of time. So once again, thank you both for doing the show today. Thanks for having us thank in. You. The website, ladies and gentlemen, itdm.com, it's the smartest thing you'll do, uh, especially if you're an owner, an employer, and if you're a broker agent, I strongly suggest you do this as quickly as you can. Go up, take a look, and learn something. You might be surprised what you do learn. Remember, they also have the Cobra Academy? Cobra School. Cobra School. I was close, okay? Cobra School is available. It. You know, if you're a broker or agent, you know, Kathy did it in our office. It was a great thing. She's great. She's very happy she did it. If you're an employer, it's a great thing for a human resource director. It tells you and teaches you a lot about what you don't know. The website, again, is itdm.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish as fools. It's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but... The very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America.